Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. This is my podcast. I am Spencer. Uh, This is where I'm literally reading the book, the dictionary, all the words, all the definitions, much of the etymology, the synonym information, the usage information, all of that fun stuff. And then as I go, I just tell you my thoughts about them. They could be anything. They could be weird thoughts, questions, comments, whatever, whatever. I hope it's enjoyable to you. Uh, I think once I'm done and when I get older and I forget everything, I'm just going to have to listen to this whole podcast so I will remind myself what I actually think about things. I don't know. Um, If you could please go rate and review this on your podcast platform of choice, that would be really wonderful. Um, You know, there's not a lot of that happening. Uh, So yeah, just go rate it and uh, write a little thing, and it helps more people find this silly show. Uh, If you want to contact me, you can do that by emailing me, dictionarypod at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at dictionarypod. It's very easy. I hope you know how to spell dictionary. Maybe you should go to the dictionary and find out how to spell dictionary. Um, there is a Google voice number in the show notes. You can call it and you can leave me a voicemail. It's like 9177277 something something seven 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 seven. Uh, anything else? There is a Patreon. If you want to throw a few bucks my way, you will get episodes early. And that is that. Um, I, guests will happen eventually. I just am not putting a lot of effort into that because my life is busy But uh, I know I need to do that. I think you like it when guests are on, but nobody's ever said one way or the other. I don't know what people think. I just think it's kind of fun. Okay, this is the last section of page 291. The first word is cranial nerve. C-R-A-N-I-A-L. Second word, N-E-R-V-E. Noun from 1840. Any of the nerves that arise in pairs from the lower surface of the brain, one on each side, and pass through openings in the skull to the periphery of the body, and that comprise 12 pairs in reptiles, birds, and mammals, and usually 10 in fishes and amphibians. Okay, so it's basically the nerves that are coming out of your cranium to go to the rest of the body. So there's one from the left side, one from the right side. Uh, yeah, that's basically it. I think that's that's good. That's it. That's good. That's great. Okay, great. Oh my God, I didn't think of a sound effect. What am I going to do? I don't know. My brain is like, what? What? That'll be a good sound effect. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, Next is craniate or craniate. Adjective from 1879. Having a cranium. If you have a cranium, you are craniate. Craniate or, or craniate, one of those is also a noun. I am very craniated. Next, oh, uh, what? Next is craniocerebral. Craniocerebral. One word, adjective from 1876. 
I think this would be a good one to figure out backwards someday. Involving both cranium and brain, as in craniocerebral injury. Should I just quickly see if I can figure out backwards? Ooh, there's a lot of syllables. Larb, ear, is, woen, ark, and a brawl. Maybe? What? Next is craniofacial. Adjective from circa 1859 of relating to or involving both the cranium and the face, as in a craniofacial deformity. Um, yeah, you know, genes, they get mutated and weird, and that just happens sometimes. So um, hopefully, if it is something that you want to get uh, changed, hopefully surgery can can do that. Uh, people have gotten a lot better with surgery in the long run, um, in the long and over the years, the decades, the centuries. We're much better at fixing things than we used to be. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. I find things like this fascinating. I don't find people ugly. I would not use that word. I just find them, you know, different and unique and interesting and fascinating. And the thing is that that. Any sort of deformity like that is going to have an effect on that person very clearly, not just physically, but on their brain, the way that people treat them, the way that they maybe treat themselves, or how they present themselves to the rest of the world, um, and how they deal with it. You know, it's very easy, depending on what this deformity is, deformity is, it's very easy to, to, to become a hermit, to close yourself off from the world because you feel unattractive or people are going to laugh at you. And obviously that there, that there are people like that. There are people out there in the world who are going to treat somebody like that. And that is terrible. Um, so that, that has a huge effect on somebody. And I've been thinking a lot about recently how, our experience of the world or how something about us uh, is is translated into the brain. How does our brain uh, change based on things about us or the things that are in our environment or the people in our environment? I just think it's so fascinating. So, you know, I'm sure that there's something, somehow the brain has changed, but you know, they, they just have a different outlook on life than uh, than people who don't have uh, a craniofacial deformity. Um, okay, I talked a lot about that. I'm sorry. Uh, next is what? Craniology. This obviously needs to be an episode on the podcast, Ologies. Noun from 1851 a science dealing with variations in size, shape, and proportions of skulls among human races. Okay, this actually is a problematic study uh, because I think this goes back to the idea that you could... Hmm, how is how do we describe this? Uh, people thought that different races around the world had different head shapes and 
that meant that they were either better or worse than other races. Like if you, I don't know what the details are, but that is essentially what they thought. And uh, that that's not that's not right. That's not good. Um, everybody, there are lots of different head cranium shapes and sizes, and they don't mean anything. I don't think. <laughs> you know, technically maybe you're, you're just, your skull is bigger, your brain is bigger, whatever it is, it doesn't, I don't really think it says anything about who you are as a person or how smart you are or how nice or mean you are. I don't think there's any correlation to that. Craniology, old school study that I don't think is studied anymore, I hope. Unless I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong. I'm wrong about a lot of things. Next, what craniometry noun from circa 1828 a science dealing with cranial measurement uh, and then compare to cephal cephalometry is that how you say it cephalometry i don't remember that's also measuring something but i don't remember what we're measuring S i should know i need to know this let's go let's go back let's just do it for the people who, like me, can't remember anything. Okay, stand by. Hey, I found it. It is the science of measuring the head in living individuals. Okay, so that is very similar, actually. So cephalometry is studying the head of living individuals, and craniometry is the science dealing with cranial measurement. So cephalometry measures... And then craniometry is like, they take those measurements and they study them? Is that what this is? It's a little bit weird. Maybe they're the same thing. It doesn't say the synonym is cephalometry. It just says compare to cephalometry. But this is much more scientific, it seems. It's literally just measuring the skulls, the brains, the all the, the cranium. And then, then what? What do you do with that? What's the science behind that? Are they, is there, are, what are the questions you can ask? If, if all the people have this kind of head measurement, are they all like this? I mean, you can try, but I don't know if it's going to really mean anything. What? Next is craniosacral. C-R-A-N-I-O-S-A-C-R-A-L. Adjective from circa 1923. And the synonym is parasympathetic. Parasympathetic. I think I've heard that there is a parasympathetic nerve. Sacral, is that is that the back? The back or the part of the back? These are things that I should know. I know that there's the there's different things. Anyway, I think it's something about the the head and the back or the head and the spine or something like that. What? Next is craniosacral therapy. Maybe we will learn more. Noun from 1986. A system of gentle touch designed to enhance the functioning of the membranes, tissues, fluids, and bones surrounding or associated with the brain and spinal cord. Yes, craniosacral brain and spinal cord uh gentle touch enhancing all those things that sounds great 
What is that? Next is craniosynostosis. Is that how you say it? Synostosis. Yes, this is all one word. Craniosynostosis. Lots of S sounds. Maybe this would be another good one to figure out backwards. Noun from 1951. Premature fusion of the sutures of the skull. So, when does this fusion happen? I believe normally the sutures of the skull fuse mm, when you're a toddler, baby toddler times, Um, but possibly they can fuse earlier than normal. Uh, But what, what happens with that? Is there a problem? Is it just... Is it just, okay, that's just the thing that happened? Or, yeah, does it become a problem? I'm not sure entirely. Craniosynostosis. What? Next is craniotomy. Craniotomy. Noun from 1855. Surgical opening of the skull. Sometimes the doctor's got to go check in there and see what's going on. Maybe there's some tests Maybe they got to remove a tumor or something. They are performing a craniotomy. Huh. Sounds sounds crazy. The thing is, I've heard that there are no nerves in the brain. Uh, and so you don't actually feel anything. You'll have to be put under or anesthetized for when they actually open up the skull. But when they're actually touching the skull, you can't feel anything. So... They will do experiments or tests. They will have people speak or sing or play a musical instrument while their head is open and they're putting electrodes in the brain or touching the brain in some way. Um, and the, the person's just like, yeah, cool. My brain's open to the world. Okay, next. What? Cranium is next. Noun from... The 15th century, the synonym is just the word skull, but specifically, the part that encloses the brain. And then another synonym, I love this word, it is brain case. Uh, Yeah, so the skull, obviously, in in addition to the top part, it also consists of the face part and the jaw uh, and all all those other parts. Uh, But no, specifically, the cranium is really just the top part that holds the brain. That's why we call it a brain case. Uh, This is from Greek cranion. I don't know how to say that word. Cranion, akin to the Greek word kara, K-A-R-A, which means head. And there is more at the word cerebral. What? Next word is the first form of the word crank, C-R-A-N-K. There are three forms in this episode. Uh, There was a a game, an app game many years ago called, well, here's the thing. It was spelled Q-R-A-N-K, and I had a, a bit of a debate with one of my friends on how to pronounce it. Is it Q rank or is it crank? I don't know if there was ever an official answer, but I'm pretty sure it's crank. It was pronounced crank. But then then they stopped making the game, and it was, it was a fun trivia game. I liked it. Okay, first form of crank. 
noun from the 13th century. One, a bent part of an axle or shaft, or an arm keyed at right angles to the end of a shaft by which circular motion is imparted to or received from the shaft, or by which reciprocating motion is changed into circular motion or vice versa. That was a lot. I've heard of the crankshaft in a car, but I never studied cars. It's probably a very good skill to learn, but uh, they it's bent and so it does things. 2A is archaic, and the synonym is bend. 2B, a twist or turn of speech, and the synonym is conceit. And this is used especially in the phrase quips and cranks. Hmm. What's, what is a twist or a turn in speech? 2C1, the synonyms are caprice and crochet. Crochet? Crank? Cranking out that crochet. 2C2, an annoyingly eccentric person. Also, one who is overly enthusiastic about a particular subject or activity. I have not heard... Wait, are all of these archaic? No, I think just 2A is archaic. I have not heard of a person like this being described as a crank, but uh, but that, that type of person definitely exists. There are people who are very enthusiastic about one thing, and they will talk your ear off about it, and that's fine. They're, I like that they're so enthusiastic about a thing. Uh, but yes, I guess people call them cranks. 2D, a bad-tempered person. The synonym is grouch. That is the one that I hear mostly when hearing uh, when, you, when you're describing a person. They're such a crank. Number three, this synonym is the word crystal. Crankish is an adjective... The etymology says, uh, hooey, hooey, hooey. Middle English, crank with an E. Old English, C-R-A-N-C. That is a prefix, it looks like, because there's a dash at the end. Um, and then for that one, as in crankstaff, which is a weaving instrument. I don't know how it's pronounced, but that's sort of how, that's sort of how it's spelled, crankstaff. Uh, I think I have a sneeze coming. Um, and then so the Old English crank is probably akin to the Middle High German crank with K's, which means weak or sick. And there's more at the word cringe. Man, but there were so many different definitions. This, the thing in the car and bending and phrasing and a person of different kinds and crystal and there's a lot going on there what 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 that's that's the word what second form of crank verb from 1592 uh starting with intransitive one to move with a winding course and the synonym is zigzag to a to turn a crank. To be, to get started by, or as if by, the turning of a crank. Um, 
let's see, what is that little, that kid's, that kid's game, that kid's toy, the thing that pops out of the box? You got to turn a crank to make that thing happen. Um, also, old, old uh, movie cameras, they had a crank. Uh, it had to be hand cranked. Uh, you know, later they became motorized. But um, I think for the old film, like silent film, you had to crank it three times a second. So, da, 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 da. And, you know, it would be maybe, what, three minutes on a reel? If it was a big one, maybe it was 10 minutes or something. That's a lot, probably. Um, but, you know, the, the camera person would have to hand crank as close as they can to three times a second, and uh, your arm gets tired, and you might slow down a little or speed up a little bit. And so the films back in the day, the frame rate might shift as the film goes on. It's not a perfect 24 frames per second or whatever it is. Uh, I think back then they were doing like maybe 16 frames a second, um, give or take, obviously, based on the hand cranking. I just think that's so fascinating. What? No, no, we're not. It's not sound effect time. Uh, we have to go to number 2C to gain speed, momentum, or intensity. And this is usually used with the word up, as in the campaign is cranking up. It's getting ready to go do a thing. Okay, now we have transitive one to move or operate by or as if by a crank, as in crank the window down. Yeah, some windows have cranks to open and close. 2A, to cause to start. And what might be starting? It is an automobile. Yeah, old automobiles, they had a crank. You'd have to crank it, crank the engine to get it to start. I'm so glad we don't live in those times. 2B, to rotate the shaft... Uh, to rotate the shaft as a crankshaft of especially with a starter. It's a little bit of a weird sentence, but uh, but yes, that's what that is. As in, crank over an engine. To be, to rotate the shaft of especially with a starter. And the example of the shaft that is rotating is the crankshaft in a car. As in, crank over an engine. So I think technically that is that still works for cars these days, but maybe more specifically the old cars where you literally had to crank it to get the engine to go. To see, to use in trying to start an engine. As in, crank the starter. 3A, to start as if by use of a crank. And this is usually used with the word up, as in, she cranked up the air conditioner. <laughs> Weird pause there, buddy. She cranked up the air conditioner. Yeah, if it's, if it's not cold enough, you got to crank it up. Now, here's a question for you. If somebody says to you, turn up the air, what does that mean? There are other similar phrases. Does that mean make it colder or turn up the temperature so it's warmer so it's less cold you get you got to be specific when you're saying something like that uh okay 3b it is the number two definition for the word turn up 
uh, and this is usually used with the word up, as in turn, no, crank up the volume. Crank it up so I can hear it better. And our very last word, what? The third form of crank, adjective from 1924, of relating to or being a cranky or eccentric person. Also, made or sent by such a person. As in, oh, is this why they call it that? As in, crank calls. Also as in, a crank letter. I've heard of crank calls, but I've also heard of prank calls with a P. And that one always made much more sense to me. But now, I guess I have a little bit more context, but it's still weird a cranky or eccentric person is making a crank call. I think crank calls are meant to be pranks, right? That's just, that just makes, wait, it makes so much more sense to me. Whatever. Whatever. You can call it whatever you want. You could call it a stank call. All right. So the words in this episode were cranial nerve, craniate, craniocerebral, craniofacial, craniology, craniometry, craniosacral, craniosacral therapy, craniosynostosis, nope, 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 craniosynostosis, craniotomy, cranium, crank, crank, crank. Huh, let's see. Well, uh, what, what do we got going on tomorrow's episode? We have more of that. Okay, so maybe we will pick uh, just cranium as the word of the episode. I got a big cranium sitting on top of my head, but cranium is the head. My cranium sits on my neck. All right, whatever. Uh, okay, that that is it for this, and this is that it. This is that for that. All right, what is happening? I don't know. I hope you are enjoying this nonsense as I often say, and uh, you can go tell your friends. Go share this. Go subscribe to it if you, so you can get the automatic downloads. Go uh, tell the people about it. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.